Hello and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. Again, I am your weekly host, Joe Debra. And joining us again today is a special friend, uh, Duan Gavo. Duan was born in Kansas City, Missouri, and he has spent most of his life here in Missouri. Like many of us in life, he has gone through his own challenges as we all do go through. But in one's case, at a time um, in 2012, one would say he was at the lowest point in his life as far as his health journey is concerned. But he did not let that deter him. He was able to pick himself up. And today he's here to share with us on his health journey and some of the obstacles and the challenges that he faced going through that. So our topic for discussion today is obstacles and challenges that we face on our course to healing. Duan right now has been on this health journey that has dramatically turned his life around, but he did not end there. He is the CEO and co-founder of All Things Diversity in Springfield, Missouri. As a matter of fact, he is a software designer and he has featured our podcast and also my personal profile on one of his apps, um, SGF, which is Authors Diversity here in Springfield. So, Duan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's just exciting, and I'm not going to uh, give too much of an introduction here. Um, we all go through various uh, stages in our health journey. We all go through various challenges. And so um, I just want to thank you so much for um, being willing to come to share your health journey with us, especially um, where things were for you back in the year 2012. So briefly, just give us an idea what um, the health uh, crisis were, and then we will be able to dive right into our conversation today. Absolutely. So in 2012, I do consider that my lowest point in health. Um, I was in my uh, mid, mid to late 20s and um, I was 240 pounds. And I'm not a tall person, you know, I'm 5'8". And so I'm 240, 5'8". I had a newborn son, our first child. Um, I was very stressed, you know, in my life. Um, I was kind of starting my career you know, a few years into my career, um, very busy at work, newborn child, very stressful, you know, uh, to be a father, first time father, um, mm -hmm. overweight, um, wasn't exercising. Um, and really, my at that time, my coping mechanism was food. Uh, I would eat very sugary processed foods. Uh, I would play a lot of video games, a lot of soda, and uh, that was my way to uh, cope with all of the stress in my life. And I gained a lot of weight doing that. And um, <clears throat> my body started to change and things kind of transformed into uh, really just trying to uh, navigate life and figure these things out. But... Um, no real way to uh, release those feelings, just kind of kept it all in and bottled in really just coping with food to, to navigate the, that really tough time in my life. Uh, at that time, 
I was diagnosed with uh, pre-diabetes. I had high blood pressure. Um, joints was hurting. Uh, not sleeping very well, snoring a lot when I would sleep, like all of these things started to change. And um, I remember my wife, me and her had a conversation and she was like, you really should go to the doctor and get checked out. And I'm like, oh, I'm in my 20s. I'll, I'll get checked out when I'm in my 30s. Like I didn't really, I thought it was like some futuristic thing I could do um, in the future. But really right then was that critical time uh, that I really should have got checked out and got in, got a, got looked at. Um, but what happened was, is I um, uh, basically my gallbladder died. I mean, it just stopped working. Uh, that was the kind of the first thing that gave out. And uh, long story short, uh, that ended up being a really traumatic uh, um, experience. Uh, a lot of gallstone pain. Um, and I had to go to the emergency room and um, the time I had an episode here in Springfield, but then I had one and also in Chicago. And that's really the, the worst one. Went to the hospital several times, kept getting pain meds because they just wanted me to be able to get back home. Could not do that. End up having emergency surgery. And uh, when they went to go in to look at my gallbladder, it was black and filled with infection. Uh, it was dead completely. And so they had to cut me open, do emergency surgery, and uh, took my gallbladder out. It was almost almost ruptured. They, I mean, they, were real, they said it was very close to being ruptured. Um, and um, I was in the hospital. Uh, they ended up taking it out successfully. I was in the hospital for a week. And that really was a pivotal moment for me in my life because that's when I was like, man, I almost lost my life uh, to uh, losing my gallbladder. And that's where I was like, you know what? I need to really figure this health thing out. So that's really what started me on my journey. Wow. 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 Well, we are so grateful that you are here today. Um, but the, the truth is, and this all started with, um, from what you making me understand, it all started with not being able to cope with stress um, appropriately. Uh, and then that led to putting on weight, which led to everything else. And I believe one of our podcasts that I did with Dr. Isha Seti, we talked about weight and why uh, being overweight becomes an issue um, because it puts your body at such a compromising uh, situation. So absolutely, we will be diving into the, um, uh, the the actual health journey that you took. But it, I can't help but um, uh, think of the emotional stress and impact that this uh, must have had on you, your wife, and everybody else. Um, like you rightly said, you almost lost your life, um, and you were in your mid twenties. You were not in your thirties. You were not in your forties or your fifties. So certainly that tells me that um, for our younger uh, listeners out there, they have to take ownership of their health as well. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Um, you know, and I think as a man in general, I thought that um, I took advantage of my youth and I thought that, oh, I had time. You know, I could, I got time. I don't have to go see the doctor. And when you talk to other young men, you know, they're like, oh, no, I don't go to the doctor. Um, 
you know, oh, it's just something it will wear off. You know, you, you hit your knee or something like that. Oh, it's, it's nothing to get checked out. It's okay. I'm going to be manly and push through it. But in that time, I had a lot of signs and symptoms that uh, were really red flags. And I ignored those and was like, oh, I just need to man up and I need to push through that. Um, and really, truly, uh, if I would have talked to other young men or even older men <laughs> that's been through those <laughs> things <laughs> with some wisdom, they would have told me like, no, you need to get this checked out. That's not normal. And so I think at that time, I should have been talking to um, other men and seeing, hey, is this normal? I should have went to go see a doctor and say, hey, these are the, tr these are the problems and the, the symptoms that I'm having. What does that mean? And this was kind of a time before Google. So you really couldn't quite Google everything like you can now. <laughs> and, I, and I know Googling can kind of get you in trouble because there's a lot of misinformation out there. But at least it kind of could have told me like, hey, this is not normal. You need to get this checked out and yeah. look dead. <laughs> well, well, um, that's um, certainly true. Um, Dr. Google answers all things, and sometimes <laughs> it actually it actually makes people come see the doctor sooner than later. So, absolutely, we appreciate true. Dr. Google for that. Um, so, yeah. uh, tell us what what was your biggest um, obstacle? We, like I said, we will talk about your actual health journey. Um, but what was your biggest obstacle? Um, to be able to overcome before you even had to start this whole health journey that you have been on um, over the past few years? So immediately following that emergency surgery and being so close to losing my life, I think the first step was to realize I did something wrong. There, it, was, it was something that I was doing in my day-to-day, -day, in my life, that cause that. I, I do believe that um, us, we, we do things and they can have a positive reaction or a negative reaction. And I was doing a lot of things, a series of things over years. It wasn't just one thing, like instantly, right? Okay. So it was a process of doing things over and over again and uh, negatively. And then eventually my gallbladder gave out. So as a uh, scientist, uh, I thought that, all right, so what, what am I doing? I need to process that. So I think that's the first step yeah. in the process. So, is to, so the, the biggest um, obstacle you even needed to overcome before you even got on this journey was uh, taking responsibility for your input or what you had done to your own body, which I think a lot of young people, especially young men, um, like in our day and age, um, taking responsibility for the things that we do, that ends up having a negative impact. I think that's very powerful, Duan. Thank you so much. So um, we, we did talk a little bit uh, before, um, and most of the time um, as a provider, when patients come to see me um, about their weight or their health crisis, they're looking for things to add that will cause them to be able to get to where they want to be, whether it be medications and things like that. But your journey was actually um, the opposite of this. And that is why I think your journey was um, very interesting. And so can you share with our listeners a little bit 
how your journey was because your journey wasn't ad and stuff. So um, can you share a little bit about your journey? So you're exactly right. I think when you research anything health related, you know, I'm starting my journey and I'm looking for information. You will find a lot of information that says you need to add this. You need to add uh, these foods. You need to add these medications. And I really kind of uh, the first the first piece of my journey, I think, naturally was to look at working out and, and bodybuilding type culture. And then you got to add protein shakes. You got to add more exercise five days a week and you got to do these lifts and you got to do drink this much water, uh, you know, a gallon a day. And you start adding all these things. And I think you lose direction of, okay, what worked? And so as I added things, I actually didn't feel much better. And so, like I said, that negative reaction, um, you know, the thing, if I added a protein shake, like, I don't really feel good doing this, but I'm, but someone's telling me I need to do this. And so what really started me on my journey of removing things was a thing called Whole30. Uh, you have a list of foods that most people are allergic to. You remove those foods for 30 days. And when I did that, I felt better. I feel great. I removed those high allergenic foods that a lot of people react to, dairy, uh, beans, nuts, seeds, you know, some of those foods that can cause people issues. Uh, I removed a lot of those foods and I'm like, wait, wait, this is a positive reaction that I'm having. I feel better. And so it really started my journey in a different direction where it's like, oh, what, what can I remove out of my diet or out of my routine that I normally do, uh, be it like coffee, for example, it's like, oh, I'm doing coffee every morning. What if I remove it? Do I feel better? Uh, these foods, if I remove it, do I feel better? And so I, the idea is you remove those foods for 30 days and then you add one back in. So one variable at a time and very measurably you will be able to see does this one food or this one, this one drink or whatever, does it positively react to me or negatively? And so strategically, you just add one at a time. And instantly, I found out a lot of those foods, if I added one back in, for example, beans, per se, I uh, added some black beans in. And instantly, I had this negative reaction. It's like, oh, wait, this is, mm. there's something going on here. I should, maybe I shouldn't eat black beans. Let me try another type of beans or let me add another food. And so I did, a, I did this for several years, uh, probably a full year, I think, of wow. adding and subtracting foods. Uh, and it really started me down this journey of, okay, what am I allergic to? <laughs> and so that's kind of my second half of my health journey is uh, removing things, but then, okay, what things am I actually allergic to? Is there a reason why I'm reacting negatively to these things? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And um, though no, you make it sound very simple that you just started eliminating things, I can only imagine the discipline that it has to take um, to be able to do this over a 30 day period and then start adding things one at a time. And in the beginning, you had mentioned you were a new father at that time. And so this is not going to be any easier um, for you to be able to do because as your child gets older, they would want to have what you have. And um, your wife 
is also there. She makes the food. So I can only imagine the discipline that not only you, but your entire family had to go through to be able to get there. But um, there is this uh, theory or saying um, that talks about addition by subtracting. And sometimes that is the necessary thing that has to be done, especially when it comes to um, behavioral change. Um, I think for most of the time, we are in a, 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 an environment or a society that we want things so quick that we always want you to give me the next quick fix for the challenges that I'm having when it comes to my health or my behavior. But sometimes behavior change really improves with subtraction. And as you took things off, like you said, your health started getting better. And then it ended up leading you to also knowing things you were allergic to. So you, you benefited from that side, uh, side as well. Um, I think this is fascinating stuff, Duan. Now, did you face any significant setbacks? Um, uh, and then uh, has it been helpful um, if you were able to overcome them? Well, right now you have been able to. So did you face any setbacks and how did you overcome them and have the things that you learned through those setbacks been helpful for you even way after uh, you went through those uh, phases of your life? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, anytime you try a new process, there's going to be things that you um, fell in that you didn't do very good. And I think that's where my strength is uh, as a, I call myself like a citizen scientist, is I'll, <laughs> I'll do something and it didn't work. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. okay, why did it not work? Uh, let me try it a different way. And so I think there was that constantly throughout my health journey is let me try something. Did it work or did it not work? Well, let me back up a little bit. There's a, there's a theory, right? A hypothesis. You, you're like, okay, I got a hypothesis that this might work. I've researched it. Mm -hmm. uh, let me try this one thing. And then you see, does, did it work or not? And then if it did work, okay, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, or I might tweak it a little bit to see if it works a little bit more. But if it doesn't work, I'm not going to do it. And I think in my mind, when I did something and I got that negative reaction, it's like, okay, I can't do that. Um, it's, it's gone. Don't even think about it. And so there was that constant uh, process of, of, of trying to evaluate, remeasuring, and okay, can I do this or not? And so it does take a lot of discipline to do that. But in my journey, my ultimate goal is, to, okay, how can I be the best version of myself? And uh, what's my end goal? I want to live longer. I want to feel better. I got young kids. I think that was a huge driving factor. It's like, I want to live a longer time to be with my kids. I want to be able to play with them. I want to be able to run, jump, you know, do those kind of things with my kids. And so that really was a driving factor. Uh, and it helped me overcome those obstacles as they came up. Because there was a lot of temptation. Um, when you're trying to be disciplined with diet, it's so tough. You got your family, you know, they cook a big, nice meal. Oh, yeah. You got your grandmother cooked her, you know, her your favorite cake or your, um, you know, your favorite processed foods or whatever. And you're trying to stay away from them. Uh, it gets extremely tough. Um, but that kind of gets back to obstacles, too, where 
having that support system. When I first did Whole30, I was thinking about this when you were asking the question. When I, the reason I was able to stick with Whole30 is I had a community of people at work that was doing it with me. And so we would come to work and be like, hey, how was your, how's your journey going? Are you, are you staying away from those foods? That accountability really helped me get through uh, that 30 days of eliminating foods. Um, and so camaraderie, community, uh, my wife and my, uh, my kids were too little at the time, but my wife, uh, knowing that that's my goal and what I'm trying to accomplish, having that accountability partner really helped because the foods that I was allergic to, she wasn't necessarily allergic to. She, she could have those foods and not have any negative reaction. She's like, Oh, why are you not eating those foods? And it's like, we're, we're, that's where it gets into where different people and, and, and different things work for each of us. So those are the kind of things that got me through all those obstacles in my journey for sure. Absolutely. Um, so um, uh, let me uh, just uh, ask a follow-up question because I was actually going to ask if you needed any support. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, but um, for someone who doesn't have the work support that you had, um, how do they go about finding such a support group that will be able to help them on whatever health journey that they are on or whatever behavior journey that they are on? How do they go about getting uh, such help? We, we live in a really amazing time. Um, technology is amazing right now. And I feel like there's tools that we have that you can utilize in a really positive way uh, that we didn't necessarily have back in time. And one of them is uh, social media. So when I started to realize that I was allergic to all these foods, and uh, I started to feel like, man, I'm, I'm just weird. There's just no one like me out there. And if I looked around in my family, no one was eating the way I was eating. Even my wife, you know, she has a completely different diet than me. So I started to research and I looked on social media and there's these, these Facebook groups. And so I looked at Facebook groups and there was people out there that were eating a similar diet to me. And it's like, oh, those, those are my people. That's where I need to connect with. And so when I joined those groups, I could find that community. And these are people all over the world. I mean, there's people all over the country, all over the world that's doing the same thing that I'm doing and had the same experience as me. And they knew exactly what I was talking about. They didn't look at me like an alien. <laughs> you know how you're talking to someone, they're like, what are you talking about? You're just, you're just strange. And so I could talk with people that had like experiences with as me and they were like, oh, yeah, that happened to me, too. And it just got it gave me that confirmation I needed to be able to keep moving forward and stay focused on my goal. And so I, I highly recommend social media. Um, I know there's a lot of negativity around social media, but there's some very good positive things that you can find and people you can connect with all over the world. Uh, that's doing the exact same thing that you're trying to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, yeah, I think you make a very good point um, because for me, it's twofold. One, um, social media gives us the ability to um, be able to connect with people that uh, we otherwise would not have gotten the opportunity to uh, connect with. And also, I think the... Um, uh, second thing and i will turn that into a question for you really 
is that whenever we go through any um, thing in life that causes us to have a drastic change, um, no matter how minor or how severe the situation is, it does impact us in a way that our overall purpose or sense of purpose does change. And so how did your health journey um, uh, impact or how have you found it impact your overall sense of purpose or meaning uh, in life? So um, I'm going through this journey. Like I said, I felt like it was kind of, I was kind of by myself. There wasn't many people around doing what I was doing. Uh, then I started to research, you know, YouTube and social media, and I'm finding people that had like uh, experiences as me. And when I would go follow someone, that, for example, on YouTube, and they have a thousand subscribers, let's say, and I'm like, well, there's there's probably hundreds of thousands of people that are probably having the same experiences as us, you know, this person I'm following and me. And so it really gets to maybe my purpose and what I, what I should be doing is really speaking out about what I've gone through and tell people my journey and they might have a similar journey. I'll give you a perfect example. When I um, had the gallbladder incident and uh, traumatic experience, almost lost my life. Got out the hospital a week later, and I ended up talking to my grandmother. And she was like, um, "Man, I'm glad that you got okay. You know this and that." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know why my this happened to me and my gallbladder, you know, incident." She's like, "You know what? None of us have our gallbladders." And I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Yeah, like this is something our family goes through." And I'm like. You know, that's something that I probably should have known <laughs> that I wish I knew when I was little. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So so there's there's layers to this. It's like, OK, there's people out here that had the same experiences as me. Those uh, those symptoms and those signs that were saying, hey, your gallbladder is going out. And not even within my family, we were discussing those type of things. Um, there's definitely people out in the world that's having that same thing. And I started researching how many people's lost their gallbladder. Well, there's millions of people without their gallbladder. And so there's a lot of opportunity to talk to people uh, and, and be like, hey, you got those symptoms? This might be your gallbladder. You need to check out, you know, check this out. And so that's that's really, I think, my purpose is like, if I see someone or talk with someone and be like, hey, these are the symptoms you're having, I could step in and be like, that might be your gallbladder. You might be pre-diabetic. You might have high blood pressure. You might have these things that I had. Uh, you probably should go, you know, I'm not a doctor, but you need to go check those things out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I, I think we, we may go a little bit over, but I believe our audience will be fine because this is fascinating stuff. Um, so uh, in a way, you are now using your experience um, or what you went through as the a platform to be able to educate the public, um, advise uh, certain people or the ones you are in contact with to seek medical care, which I think is great. So for me, how does this, um, how did this impact um, your actual career as well? Because um, I believe you have a software engineer um, so how did this impact you 
um, I, I think I'm trying to tie in into Orton's diversity, how that played a role in there, um, in leading to you creating such a powerful app that I, I, I mean, I've been uh, going through it and we do have a lot of um, very positive uh, resources in there and they all at your fingertips. Um, I was telling my wife, I found a Yelp for all resources and <laughs> not just food. So how did that uh, lead to that? So, um, you know, I've been in Springfield, Missouri for 20 years now. And over that time, I've talked with a lot of different uh, people, uh, families, you know, our kids become friends, we become friends with their family. And um, when I'm talking with people, they were like, they don't feel like this is home. They don't feel connected to the community. And next thing you know it, two years later, they're gone. They, they leave Springfield and they go to another city. They're like, we need more diversity. We need more. Um, we're not getting the resources we need here. We need to go somewhere else and get those resources. Um, and so over the years, um, lots of families, you know, experienced that. And so me and my wife were talking. And it was like, how can we, um, is there something we can do to help people feel like this is home? And if they come here, they can get connected with resources they need. Um, and if they get connected with those resources, they might be more likely to stay. And so that's what the idea kind of came from. And then uh, later on, I became a software developer. And it's like, all right, I have some skills that I can apply and maybe I can come up with a solution. I'm, a, I'm Naturally, I'm a problem solver. And so I'm like, this is this bigger problem that maybe we can solve. And I'm like, well, I can develop a website or, and then at the time, I think we did make a website. It was called All Things Black SGF. And so we listed all the uh, black uh, businesses here in town. But then it's like, okay, that, that solves some of it, but let's, let's take it another level. I think things are more mobile now. Let's create a mobile app and let's put all diverse resources. You know, you have uh, so many different ways to look at diversity. And so we started to branch out in, in one particular section that really uh, that you were discussing about is we like to put medical professionals because as I'm talking with people in the community, they're like, I need a doctor that when I talk about my experiences, they would know it from my cultural point of view. Uh, and they could be like, oh, yeah, that's that's what this is. And they were finding doctors that they would mention something and they had no clue what they were talking about. And so, uh, for example, having more um, uh, uh, a darker skin or something like that, it's like, um, you know, this is the way the skin should react and how it should look. And they would say that to a doc, uh, doctor and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so uh, we found that it was very valuable to maybe have uh, professionals that it has the same cultural background as you and they can know culturally how this is affecting your health and uh, people are really loving that section. Um, I know when we posted that you were a new doctor in our application, people are like, oh yeah, I've used him and I really enjoy his services. Or they're like, man, I'm going to check him out because I've been looking for a doctor that, um, that I'm, uh, I wanted to connect with and, and they would understand what I'm trying to, what I'm going through. So that's kind of how it's branched. Yeah, that's how it's kind of developed. 
Wonderful. And for our listeners, if you're ever in the Springfield, Missouri area, the name of the app is SGF. And like I said, it's like Yelp, but not for food, but everything else, diversity in the Springfield, Missouri area. Well, um, thank you so much, uh, Duan, for uh, joining us today. But before we wrap up, um, I want to ask you, what will be your advice uh, for someone else who is listening to us today who is going through a health crisis or a behavior crisis of their own? Because, yes, you all started with um, a mental health crisis that led to behavior, um, coping with food or not coping appropriately, which then ended up with you needing medical surgery and things like that. Um, others are dealing with uh, situations that they, like you lost your gallbladder. Some are dealing with situations they cannot reverse. Um, so for those people, what will be your advice to them? You know, I, I think looking back at my journey, uh, some advice I would give is um, just because you're genetically predisposed to something, you know, I, I look at my family and I saw that we're susceptible to diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, all, all of these, these horrible things. And I think, you know, what I would highly recommend is to, um, one, find out those things that you're susceptible to, and two, really go to a doctor uh, consistently. Get, you know, go get your checkups, your yearly checkups. And if there's something, some signs or symptoms that you're experiencing, please talk to other people, talk to your doctor and, you know, is this normal? Is this something I can do to help with this condition? Uh, these things that I'm, uh, because I, I feel like me, I waited too late and I would uh, recommend to someone to do those things early, those early signs and symptoms. And to my second piece would be research, you know, networking, talking with other people, What's, what else other people are doing um, and uh, seeing how they can mitigate those uh, symptoms and signs. Um, and if you can do it the way that I, that I kind of did it, where it's very measurable. And so you can do one thing at a time and see if there's a positive or a negative reaction. Um, I think that's very helpful. But I would definitely recommend those those big things to get started in your health journey and to kind of see where um, where you're led by those and, and be um, very systematic and measurable in your approach. Um, I think we in this society, you want things quick. You want things super fast. You want it done. You want to lose 20 pounds immediately or something like that. And there's a lot of marketing and, and things like that. So just. <clears throat> it's going to be slow. It's going to be a process, but uh, stay at it and keep headed in the right direction. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you so much, Duan, for uh, joining us today um, for our uh, conversation on overcoming obstacles and challenges uh, in our journey for healing. Uh, dear friends, uh, we are so thankful to Duan for his life experience that he has shared with us today. Um, but I, I can't help but um, emphasize again the importance of self-discipline uh, when it comes to um, behavior change or your health journey. Yes, um, things will come up um, as he shared with us. He faced many challenges 
And I believe when we were talking offline, he had mentioned that not a lot of people around him were doing the same thing he was doing. And so sometimes people will be like, why are you doing this? When he will hang out with friends, they will question his resolve. And um, without discipline, without self-discipline and dedication to your health, um, these things become very, very difficult for you to be able to achieve. So, um, uh, dear listener, don't over, um, don't underestimate the power that you have to be able to make a change, no matter where you are in life. Yes, it's better late than never. Start making decisions today that will affect your tomorrow. I'm a big believer in this. Um, for those um, who are listening to us and are in the academia setting, um, I have a saying that I say discipline has a positive correlation with academic excellence or success in life. And so being able to discipline yourself, um, take the necessary steps, um, like what he did, eliminating things uh, rather than adding things on. Because at the end of the day, whatever you add on, even when there is medications, you are adding side effects as well. And so I think being able to eliminate things uh, certainly does go a long way to help us. Again, this has been our conversation on Hour of Healing. Uh, we will bring you another thought-provoking, life-changing discussion next week. And again, thank you for sharing with your friends and your loved ones. God bless you so much, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.